0: Where are the rebels? Where are the heroes? It's time to rise up or forever be on the hind tit in the electronic jail of misery and total control. And oh, by the way, I went to the military to learn to fight against communism, but what's coming looks to me exactly like what I was trained as a soldier to never let into our country and if you listen to what your president's trying to get you to do and demanding that you do, he's saying you have no constitutional rights. Bend over, take what I'm trying to stick into you or else.
1: Welcome to Living 4D with Paul Check. In this special feature, Why Kings Kill Your Children, Paul addresses the major issues directly involved in the world crisis that we are all part of at this time. He talks about the history of why and how the people of the world have repeatedly endured crisis states, including wars, pandemics, economical crashes, starvation, and more. Paul highlights issues such as people losing their own lands and being stopped from following their own religious and spiritual practices, the destruction of economies, the erosion of farmlands worldwide by the chemical, commercial farming, and commercial food industries, the tyrannical practices of the military-industrial complex, the coercion in our worldwide education systems and medical systems, the use of advanced electronic technology for mind control, and more. Paul shows you exactly how the billionaires, secret agencies, big tech corporations, and their power players use the same shock doctrine formula to expand their territory of control and impose their rule upon people to profit themselves and a few elite, regardless of the impact on the lives of the public. His concerns for the psychopathology, clearly demonstrated by the world's power elite, has been echoed by leading thinkers and educators for a very long time, including Rudolf Steiner, Aldous Huxley, George Orwell, and Carl Jung. Here is a quote of a warning given by Carl Jung in 1967 regarding what happens when a culture loses its connection to myth and its essential guiding functions. We think we can congratulate ourselves, already having reached a pinnacle of clarity, imagining that we already left all those phantasmal gods behind. But what we have left behind are only the verbal spectres, not the psychic facts that were responsible for the birth of the gods. We are still as much possessed by autonomous agencies as if they were Olympians. Today, they are called phobias, obsessions, and so forth. In a word, neurotic symptoms. The gods have become diseases. Zeus no longer rules Olympus, but rather the solar plexus and produces curious specimens for the doctor's consulting room or the disorders the brains of politicians and journalists who unwillingly let loose epidemics on the world. Reference volume 13 Collected Works of Carl Jung, Paragraph 54. In the early 1900s, Rudolf Steiner stated that human beings will continue to make scientific advances with technology outside of themselves until they reach the realization that everything they have created outside of themselves is within themselves. The question is, will they destroy the planet before they figure it out? Over a 100 years ago, Steiner also warned Today, bodies are vaccinated against one thing and another, and future, children will be vaccinated with a substance which it will certainly be possible to produce, and this will make them immune so that they do not develop foolish inclinations connected with spiritual life. Foolish here, of course, in the eyes of materialists who have only their own capital gains in mind and see both people and the world as merely material resources for the taking, based entirely on the false Darwinian concept of survival of the fittest, which is now the survival of the richest. Paul explains that it is essential for everyone to understand that spirituality, at its core, means connection to a greater whole. As he takes us through the four life process archetypes or stages of life shared in this podcast, it is natural for our conscious awareness to expand beyond ourselves. As children, we begin oriented only towards ourselves, our instinctual survival needs. Next, we become conscious of we as oriented towards our social group, such as those practicing the same religion or belief system. As the soul matures, it begins to question its own beliefs and reaches outside its circle of we, realizing that there is often great wisdom in learning from the very people our we group taught us to see as enemies. As our perspectives expand, our consciousness expands to the point that we inherently understand that each of us depend not only on each other, but that we cannot sustain life without reverence for the whole world. As we mature and become wise, it is natural to begin experiencing ourselves as citizens of the cosmos, at which time fear of death loses its hold on us and we become truly loving, free individuals who inspire spiritual awareness and growth in the people of the world. Steiner was very aware that the ruling elite do not want people to evolve spiritually because without having the fear of death to leverage them, they cannot be controlled nor exploited. We are exactly where Huxley, Orwell, Jung, and Steiner predicted we would be right now. To help you understand the importance of developing a collective guiding myth and taking responsibility for how we use science and technology to protect, not destroy, the world's resources, Paul shares the key archetypes of the life process we all engage from childhood to old age and maturity. In this podcast, You will learn what an archetype is and what the four key life process archetypes are, which include the child, the warrior, the king or queen archetype, and the wise man or wise woman archetype, which also includes the sorcerer archetype. We are now in the middle of the biggest attack on human rights and freedoms that has ever occurred on this planet, and it is being imposed upon you through the use of very advanced technology. Paul overviews how they use this technology to trick you into thinking you are being educated and entertained through what he calls edutainment and entertainment. Paul shares the use of the most advanced mind control technologies the elite self-imposed world rulers, the kings and queens, have and provides a number of very informative resources in the show notes you can use to investigate the issues he highlights in this podcast for yourself. He encourages you to find the image of his blackboard diagram, which is available in the show notes so you can follow along with more clarity. By understanding the four life process archetypes, Paul maintains that we can each identify what stage of our psychological development we are in, what the key growth objectives and influences are at each of the four stages of development, how the kings and queens manipulate us at each stage of development, and decide how best to bring ourselves into harmony with the reality of the state of the world and our core needs at this time. Paul's key message in this podcast is that none of us can live well without protecting the essential resources of this planet and taking responsibility for cutting the cash flow off from the corporations destroying the world's resources for profit alone. We all need each other now more than ever. It is time to circle the globe and put our hands together with a clear vision of how to support the planet, protect the resources that support life, and stand up for our freedoms and rights as citizens. Paul highlights the importance of waking up, cleaning up, growing up, and showing up together before we all become like pigs on a corporate farm, locked into an invisible electronic jail. The ruling elite have a long history of enslaving people, and anyone paying attention can see that they are doing it yet again. Paul's key message is that we must all be aware of what is happening. The devil you know is always better than the devil you don't know. He encourages all of us to realize that if there is one dream we have in common, regardless of race, color, or creed, it is the need for a healthy planet. Paul ends the podcast by encouraging you to not believe a word he says, but to investigate the resources he shares and make up your mind for yourself. In the show notes, there are many links to other videos and podcasts Paul has created to give you practical tools for transformation that can help all of us cultivate well-being, freedom, and be a positive source of change in the world today. Thank you for being present with Paul as he educates you to why kings kill your children and encourages all of us to protect our freedom and rights as citizens and human beings. If you are in harmony with the important messages Paul shares for world healing and transformation in this podcast, please share it and the video version of it as widely as possible. We must all act now to protect the planet from each other from a very dangerous few, the kings and queens that kill your children.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Live with Paul Check Today, I have a very important lesson for you titled, Why Kings Kill Your Children the four life process archetypes. I'm going to begin by just overviewing the model real quickly. First, I want to tell you what an archetype is. An archetype is a primal pattern or original idea. Archetypes are the root language of consciousness. So just as you have 26 letters that make up the alphabet, which you can write books and poetry and do all sorts of things with, you could say that, as language is made up <clears throat> excuse me, of alphabets, then the symbols of the alphabet are archetypal to language itself, but archetypes are the root language of consciousness. So Jung says, for example, just as a picture is worth a thousand words, an archetype is worth millions of images. Archetypes also mean original pattern, So to give you an example of an archetype, everybody has fingerprints, but they're all different. So the archetype is the concept of the fingerprint, but its expression is unique amongst all human beings with fingerprints. Just as you have trees of many different species, you also have The tree archetype, which not only includes trees that grow out of the ground, but computer trees, hat trees, anything that has a tree-like structure that we refer to as a tree would be in the tree archetype. All mothers in existence are expressions of the mother archetype. All fathers are expressions of the father archetype. And all children are expressions of the child archetype all kings express the king archetype, all warriors express the warrior archetype, all wise men and women express the wise man or wise woman archetype, all sorcerers are expressions of the sorcerer archetype, and so on it goes. All builders of all types, whether they be electricians or carpenters or cement workers, are expressions of the builder archetype. So The key point that I'm making here is that an archetype is something very primal without which nothing above it can emerge. Now, in my 37-year career, I've spent a lot of time studying all aspects of psychology, the psyche, metaphysics, spirituality, religion, comparative religion, world religion, education, all the relevant human sciences, because I have to know them to do my work effectively as a holistic health practitioner and the founder and director of an institute that teaches holistic health and advanced adult education. Having studied archetypes in the life process, there's many different authors with many different viewpoints, but what I did is I found through my own work with myself, with my clients, with my students, that I was able to synthesize life down to four key archetypal process, processes and you'll notice here that two of them are more feminine in nature, feminine in nature which is yin in Chinese philosophy and two of them are more masculine in nature or yang. This is because everything that's going on in the created universe is ultimately got something to do with the production of consciousness particularly wherever there's sentient minds interacting with each other. A famous Jungian analyst and psychiatrist named Edward Edinger, who has written many excellent books, provided us with a very excellent definition of consciousness, which I'm going to paraphrase for you. Consciousness is a psychic substance produced not blindly But in living awareness of opposites. You cannot have consciousness without the polarities of complementary opposites, which is why the Tai Chi symbol is such a profound symbol because it really explains existence and the entire universe and even human thought and feeling and mental activity in one symbol of the black fish, yin, the feminine, and the white fish, yang, the masculine interacting with each other, neither can become anything except the other. So yin has nowhere to go but yang, yang at its extreme becomes yin. Everything I'm going to talk about today, I want you to remember that this is how consciousness is generated. This is the only way source or the universe can experience itself and come to know what it is. You can't know what north is without south, good without evil. Good without evil means nothing. There's no way you can have free will without evil. If it was all good, then there would be no choice and there would be no free will. So paradoxically, as much as I'm going to highlight a lot of the evil going on in the world, it's to awaken you to the fact that you can choose which polarity you want to support and Good and evil are all relative adjustments. What someone thinks is good, another one thinks is evil, that goes on forever. All you got to do is look at the infighting in religions, which has a lot to do with most major world wars and wars, period. So you will find in marital relationships and education, no matter which way you go, there's always a complementary opposition Whenever you have complementary opposition, you create a dialectic, which means a field of tension. That field of tension is the field of life. It is the field that consciousness emerges in. It is what we're in. A field is a place of action by scientific definition. So you could say the universe is a place of action and the world is certainly a place of action. Now, in my Czech Holistic Lifestyle Coaching Program, in my Czech Four Quadrant Coaching Program, where I go much deeper into mental, emotional self-management and life coaching and understanding how to analyze the psyche to see what's going on inside of people so you can get to the root of their problems, I teach this important model because it helps the therapist know what to do or what kind of concepts to work with at each stage of these four archetypes and what is, shall we say, healthy at each of these stages. We all are born into the world as a child. We're still very yin. We haven't really figured out who we are, what we are, where we wanna go, what we wanna do. We're still dependent upon mommy, we need boobies, we need nurture, we need cuddling, we need uh, parental support and protection. The human animal is the slowest to mature, not that I'm saying humans are animals, but compared to all animals in nature, the human takes the longest time to stand on its own two feet, be self-reliant, and not need mommy and daddy anymore. Uh, Steiner's teachings say that it should take about 21 years to grow and develop an ego, but today many psychologists of high accord say uh, it's taking as long as 35 years and sometimes never happens. In fact, I'm sad to announce that there's a number of psychologists out there whose studies I've read that look at the population of the world as a whole and have identified that about 90% of the world population is not psychologically developed beyond the age of the average 12-year-old, which means we have a lot of adult bodies with children inside of them for reasons that I will explain As crystal clear as possible, which is extremely dangerous with the environment that we're in today, and I will explain that as well. So, we all come into the world as a child. We go through puberty here, and then we enter the warrior stage of our life. I will come back and tell you what each of these archetypes contain in a minute. If we're skilled enough and we're disciplined enough and we're adequately educated and we're fortunate enough to find mentors, we might make it to the king or queen stage. If we mature and find the bigger questions inside of ourselves, like who am I really, what am I really, and where did I come from, and where will I go when I die? The honest exploration of those four key questions leads to the spiritual quest. Typically, when you enter the wise man or wise woman stage, you are entering the deeper spiritual quest to answer those questions because by the time you get here, death is starting to get, become very real. When you're over here, you think you're invincible. When you're up here, you usually think you're invincible, but if you get old enough, then you use every trick in the book to try to stay youthful. And this is where you get a lot of your life extension programs, your biohacking and your transhumanism and every other thing that avoids the realities of human life and spiritual maturation, unfortunately. Not that it's bad to try to maintain your vitality I'm just saying there's a difference between maintaining your vitality and using trickery shortcuts and pseudo-scientific quests like loading your soul onto a hard drive which is just so uh, blazingly um, unconscious of what a soul is it just makes me sad that there's people that are that smart and that lost so this is the cycle of life People die in every one of these quadrants. Children die, young people, warriors die, kings and queens die, and wise men and women always die because this is the line of death which opens the door to birth right here. So death, birth. Okay, so now let me talk about the qualities of these four archetypes and some of the polarities that are involved in them. Remember the complementary opposites that make consciousness, the feminine and the masculine, are at play in the psyche all the time in every one of these archetypes. So here in the child phase, we need nurture and love from our parents. That's what we're supposed to give children. Children need play and they need the opportunity for dreaming. They're in a dreamlike state. A child is born Fully open, they're right brain dominant. If you look at the book, The Biology of Transcendence by Joseph Chilton Pierce, he is an expert on education and an expert in Steiner's teachings. And he shows exactly how the normal maturation, growth, development, integration process of the human brain um, processes, how it matures and how it changes over time as we develop. The child is in a full right brain process, which means they're recording every single thing in the environment, every smell, every sound, every video on full download. And the storage capacity of the human mind is quite unlimited at the unconscious level. The conscious mind struggles for massive storage recall, but the unconscious mind, as many hypnotists can easily demonstrate has an infinite capacity uh, to store information from what I can tell. Now, I'm using the term infinite loosely. Uh, I'm not trying to be mathematically accurate. Let's just say that researchers are forever shocked at what they can get out of people's unconscious. So that's what I'm really saying. Okay? So the child is born right brain dominant, and by about the age of four to five, progressing to... Seven to 10, they begin to have more and more left brain activity. The left brain is dealing with narrative. It's dealing with past, present, and future, or the flow of time, linear sequencing. The right brain deals with the whole picture. The right brain child goes to the frog, sees the pond, is at the pond, and notices the frog in its environment and sees froggy nests, as an expression of nature but the left brain dominant child goes catches a frog takes it home dissects it and tries to get to know the frog by detaching it from its environment and we would call oh look we've got a little scientist in the house or a biologist but that's what happens when you expose children too early to mathematical logical thinking and to reading so any of the things that require reading or mathematical, logical thinking, Steiner showed pushed the child into their left brain prematurely, which leads to educated people that cannot see how things connect together. So they might be very smart in school, but they don't understand how things connect together. This is why the PhD is sometimes referred to as progressive head death, or piled higher and deeper. Um, This is why we have a definition of an expert that says an expert is someone that knows more and more about less and less until they know absolutely everything about nothing, which is what we're suffering from in the world. And what we're going through in the world right now is largely due to the influence of so-called experts that know only about a tiny little sliver of health or of how culture works or how society works but present themselves to you as general experts in all things. And as I move through here, you're going to be able to figure out on your own who a lot of these people are. So the child's mind is wide open. It's really in a state of active dreaming, right brain first, progressively left brain. Steiner said you should not expose children to reading or mathematics till between 7 and 10, or you would produce basically a mind that's out of balance and never really can see how it fits into the larger context of the world, which leads to a lot of anxiety, depression, suicide, drug addiction, and uh, all the kind of pathology that's running rampant in young people today. Now, children are exposed to education if their parents are wise and healthy, i.e. if their parents are wise men and wise women, Children get educated. If they're not, they get indoctrinated. There's a big difference. Our education system teaches people what to think, not how to think. If you study the history of our education system, Ken Wilber goes into this quite deeply if you want a resource. Our education system is still the exact system that was developed by warlords and plantation owners to control slaves, It was developed specifically to keep the kids busy so they could get more works out of the slaves, more hours out of them, and to train the children not to be creative, not to think for themselves, and to follow orders. That is exactly what your education system is today, unless you're in a Steiner school or a specialized school with much more evolved, much more enlightened teachers that are actually genuinely interested in educating you which, as we go along, it'll be more obvious who those people are and what their motives and intentions are, where they fit into the model. So, the danger here is that religion tends to become indoctrination and education becomes indoctrination. Up here, we have the kings and the queens, which we'll get to, but just as a preface, they're the spellcasters. So, though they are Often the most important people in the world, they can also be the most dangerous people in the world depending on their orientation or how much wisdom they have. And the fastest way to evaluate that is usually just to look into how they were parented, what their parents' beliefs and values were. For example, if your parent was into eugenics, then you're likely to be into eugenics. So there are certain kings at play here today that are very into eugenics, many of them. And when you start researching who their parents were and what they were involved in, you see eugenics. So the, the parents are the king and the queen of the child. And the parents are also the ones that either educate or indoctrinate. Education means to teach you to think for yourself, to think critically, to solve problems and to become an independent contributor to the world, to be self-actuated. Indoctrination teaches you to follow orders and to bow to the hierarchy, the doctors, the priests, the scientists, which as I will show you later, many of them are what I call the sorcerers, okay? So I'm giving you the pieces, then I'll tie it all together for you. So once the child reaches puberty, it begins to reject its parents' ideas and it has to filter out. Is what mom and dad taught me about managing money good? Is it working? Is what mom and dad taught me about sexual intimacy working? Or is it too limiting and too stuffy and, you know, maybe too unrealistic? Because parents are often suffering a generation gap. We have to go through puberty because our brains are more open and we as a young person are the ones that can see what mom and dad can't see in the world because they're too trapped in their conditioning they've got square glasses so no matter how hard they try to see circles they can't see them but kids that don't have square glasses on see all the circles mom and dad don't see because they don't they haven't yet been indoctrinated and there's many ways to indoctrinate people, okay? So at this point, we're going through puberty, and we have to go off into the world, and if we don't go off into the world, then we get caught in the eternal child archetype, which in Jungian psychology is called the per eternus archetype, and that costs a lot of money in society because those people are always on the hind tit. They're on welfare. They're constantly having problems and need time off work. They're very expensive employees to have. They're usually not nearly as productive as they cost to maintain, insure, and educate. And that's one of the serious problems we have in the world right now. But that problem is built by design, as I will show you. And that's where you have to rely on your parents and mentors and teachers to wake you up. So once you enter puberty and leave home, then you have to be in a state where you've got to develop your own unique identity, your own individuality. In other words, you're not mommy's little boy or little girl anymore. Now you're a star athlete or you're a dancer or you're a writer or you're in university to study such and such. But you don't usually... Uh, need to have your mommy's phone number in your pocket in case you get lost and you don't introduce yourself from the perspective of that you're so-and-so's child. You start standing on your own as an individual. This process is what Jung called individuation, becoming whole into and of yourself so that you actually are an independent agency of conscious action and can be a co-contributor and co-creator with the world and even the universe from a spiritual perspective. So here's where we have to get education. Depending on how we're educated or how we're indoctrinated, our education will usually be, if it's ideal, to support what our dream is. Arnold Mendel, a famous union analyst and the founder of process psychology, did research and showed something like 70% of children knew what they wanted to do for the rest of the for their life at by about age five and did it. So the five to seven-year-old that's walking around saying, mommy and daddy, I want to be a fireman or I want to be a pilot. Oftentimes, their soul knows what they're here to do, but unfortunately, many parents railroad them out of it. You'll never make enough money as a musician. Oh, you can do something much better than being a chef. So unfortunately, the parents... Um, often railroad their children because they have ego issues getting in the way or they uh, think that their kids won't live a good life. So they orient themselves toward money, not happiness, not love and not freedom, which is a serious disease that's got us in a lot of trouble. Hi, everybody. You know, people from around the world are constantly asking me where they can find organic foods and supplements that are actually organic, not just some fake impersonation, which is sadly so common in the marketplace today. My most common suggestion is go to Organifi.com, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, where you can find a wide range of excellent nutritious products made from certified organic source materials. Organifi has superfood drinks that actually taste great, (laughs) unlike most, immune support products, excellent high-quality protein powders, digestive support, joint support, liver support, green juice, hormonal support, and menstrual ease nutrition formulated by a team of female herbologists for women and more. My family and I and a significant number of my clients and friends and students from around the world use and love Organifi products because they're nutritious, taste great, And unlike many products, you actually get what you pay for. Hallelujah! I love Organifi's high-values and high-quality products, and they're excellent for athletes, children, and the whole family. There's no better investment than investing in your own health and well-being. And when it comes to investing in my health and the health of my family, I go to Organifi. If that's not enough to make you want to explore all the amazing products waiting for you at Organifi, I'd love to sweeten the deal for you by offering you a special Living 4D with Paul Check discount of twenty percent on any of Organifi's excellent certified organic super clean nutritious products by using the code capital C Capital H Capital E Capital K twenty on checkout. That's check twenty all caps on checkout. I hope you enjoy Organifi as much as my family and I do. we have, not only do we have to gain education in the warrior stage, but we have to get clear on what our values are. Remember, your yes has no value until you learn to say no. Until you know what food means to you from a values perspective, or how you value exercise, or how you value rest, or what your values are around sex, or education, or entertainment, or politics, or the use of military force, then you're just a leaf blowing in the wind and the spellcasters got you right where they want you because you don't put up any resistance. A lot of what's going on in the world and why we have so many children and so many people that are not thinking for themselves and asking big questions and being critical uh, thinkers is because they still haven't matured and become individuals themselves. They're still on the hind tit of mommy and daddy, on the hind tit of religion, on the hind tit of corporations, often spending you know, many, many, many years in universities only to come out with so much education they can't even remember what they were educated on. Research shows that 50% of people that graduate from universities are not working in the field they were educated within five years. So what happens is they actually go through puberty 5 years within 5 years of graduating from university which means they're probably in in their 30s and finally figuring out I'm not happy doing this and they go through a crisis and have to then individuate they have to start thinking for themselves and choosing for themselves so here we have to deal with challenges generally we start losing mommy and daddy's uh total support and control as we go through the warrior stage. So we have to deal with our own boyfriend, girlfriend challenges, money challenges, health challenges. That doesn't mean mom and dad aren't there, but generally they start um, being less involved and giving you more rope to either climb or hang yourself with because if they don't, you'll never learn. You know, think of a mother eagle. When a mother eagle's pup gets to a certain size mother eagle builds her nest way up high, usually on a cliff or very high places, because if the eagle pup doesn't on its own jump out and learn to fly, mother eagle will reach the point where she will work herself to death trying to hunt for enough food to feed her pups and herself because their appetites get bigger and bigger as they grow and eagles get to be pretty big. So what she does at a certain point is she just kicks them out of the nest and if they don't fly, they die. And that's just the reality of life and nature. And she knows that. So just as Mother Eagle has to kick the pup out of the net, parents usually realize that overloving and overcontrolling leads to a child that's lost and confused and is always on the hind titty and mommy and daddy never get any rest. And eventually they realize that um, they, they actually didn't put An independent, self-responsible person in the world. They just put a photocopy of their own insecurities into the world, and that leads to a crisis for everybody involved. So we have to go on the hero's journey. There's two options for the hero's journey. You either realize that there's challenges in the world and, and things that aren't working very well, that you feel like you can contribute to, or there's injustices in the world that you just cannot watch without getting involved in, and you may become a rebel for a cause, a Martin Luther King type or a Gandhi type. That's a real hero that's got a cause, and usually it's to write some kind of an injustice that the kings and spellcasters are casting on the people. By the way, if you wanna learn how the kings and the spellcasters work, Work, um, look at Naomi Klein's book, Shock Doctrine, or watch her documentary, which is based on her book on Amazon called Shock Doctrine, and get ready to be shocked when you see exactly how they do it. And if you have even a few neurons holding hands upstairs, you will look at the situation we're in right this minute and see exactly the same protocol being used against you and the world. It's used in military training to brainwash people to kill a commie for mommy or whatever else they want you to do. I know very well I was a paratrooper in the 82nd Airborne Division, which is an elite level soldier. And so not only did I go through regular military training, I went through training to be a paratrooper. So I've had plenty of exposure to exactly how they do it, the difference was, I was raised by a, a, shall we say, somebody much tougher than the military, and I learned to think for myself very early, and so for me, it was just a stupid little game I had to do to get a paycheck while I was getting an education that would carry me further as soon as I could get out of the military, which is one way to be intelligent about the use of some of these uh, indoctrination centers. Now, We go on the hero's journey, and I said, we either take the hero's journey and and go out into the world and try to add something, make a change, become a healthy rebel, stand up for people, do something meaningful, or we take the path of the child that wants to be nurtured and have a regular paycheck and just doesn't want to have to deal with the stress of fending for themselves or pursuing higher education or becoming an elite Craftsman, etc. Now, I'm not saying that path is bad. I'm just saying, compared to the hero's journey, it's the easy way out, but it isn't actually that easy after all, because what happens is instead of taking the uh, hero's journey, you go into the box. So you might become a corporate employee or work in the American Medical Association. And end up getting in trouble for actually paying attention to what's going on in people's lives or informing them about nutrition and things that really help people stay healthy instead of becoming uh, codependent drug addicts and surgery fanatics and shortcutting and thinking of their bodies as biomechanical robots that you just replace parts with and all sorts of really ridiculous garbage that's highly profitable to a few, as we will see. So you either go out into the world. Joseph Campbell says you cannot enter the journey, which is like entering the forest on somebody else's trail. You have to cut your own trail through. I've been on the hero's journey my whole life. Anybody that knows and studied my work knows that. But if you go inside of a corporation and you just become indoctrinated and you participate in things that are actually damaging people's lives and are not adding value and love and freedom and higher education into the world, then one day you will eventually realize that you are part of the disease that's eating the planet up, slowing people down, and you are working for the kings and the spell casters, and that can lead to quite a painful internal crisis, and a lot of depression, and ultimately, it can lead to suicide, because you may not be able to forgive yourself Others can go into the inner aspect or what I call the left-hand path inside organizations and then go on the hero's journey in there and become rebels and say, wait a minute, we're miseducating people, we're lying to people, this shouldn't be this way. We, for example, the average uh, medical school, the average medical doctor's education, 60% of their education is paid for by drug corporations. And if you don't think that has an impact on what they learn and how they perceive the world as a doctor, then quickly run and jump in an ice cold shower and wake up. There's an old saying, it's very hard to change someone's belief system when their paycheck depends on it. So from inside the organization, you can get rebels coming. For example, with what's going on lately, we've had many people come out of the, uh, shall we say, inside of organizations that are doing dangerous things and revealing to the public what's going on because they cannot stand to participate in a mass lie. And some of them also got railroaded into thinking and believing that what's going on was for a good cause, but later found out that scientific protocols were not being followed, things were being used that shouldn't have been used, that the agenda was not what it was said to be, and that people are being harmed and killed at high rates And so they're saying enough's enough. And that's when they take the hero's journey, okay? So now we have corporations in the military. The military is another place where a lot of people go who just want a meal ticket, don't want to have to work hard. Uh, Maybe they're afraid that the world's falling apart. And if they're in the military, they'll be protected. There's a lot of stuff Uh, but unfortunately the military is just full of people that say yes, even when they should be saying no. And, uh, what we think of as the military is largely owned by corporations and it's used unfortunately to steal resources and to manipulate public opinion and many other things, which is why I got out of there. When I learned what was really going on and who I was working for, it made me sick to my stomach. So we need to remember one of the world's most famous psychologists and psychiatrists to this very day was Carl Jung. He made a very potent statement. He said, all children are tasked with the unfinished business of their parents' lives. That's a meditation for you. All children are tasked with the unfinished business of their parents' lives. That means if mommy and daddy sold out to a corporation in order to gain freedom, you will have to learn how to free yourself from that mindset. If mommy and daddy were afraid to live, you will have to learn to live. If mommy and daddy had a stuffy, unhealthy um, sex life, then you're gonna have to learn how to have a healthy sex life. If mom and dad couldn't manage money, you will have to learn how to manage money. Whatever mom and dad did not teach you or did not grow through, heal, or bring forward to become a whole person, you will have to be taxed with that. And no matter who you are, whatever's missing in you, your children will have to pick up where you left off. Obviously, the more evolved the parents are and the healthier they are and the more open-minded they are the less their children have to deal with mom and dad's shortcomings and misgivings. If mom and dad were religiously dogmatic, then you may have to find a path to religious freedom. So if mom and dad were prudes, then you have to figure out how to free yourself from that narrow way of living. Okay? So when you enter the warrior stage you're really in a growth and maturation process and you start from the immature wire down here. And so if you think of it here, if, if this would be where a general is in the military, which is, which is very much in the king category, then your private is down here, then your corporals and your sergeants and your staff sergeants and your first sergeants, and then you have your lieutenants your captains, your majors, your um, colonels, et cetera. So each, way, each step you go up higher in your skill as a warrior, you're usually given the responsibility of more people or more people want you to lead them. So Martin Luther King wasn't in the military, but he was a spiritual warrior. A lot of people followed him. John F. Kennedy wasn't in the military, but he was a spiritual warrior, took the hero's journey, and got his life taken from him, as many others do that compete with the kings and the sorcerers and don't like their dirty games. Nothing new going on here. You know, uh, the, the consciousness has no um, favorites. This is a mature proposition, but whatever source is, It seems to be just as happy with pain and injustice as it is with love and justice because those two forces are what create consciousness and source cannot know itself without these two polarities. So no matter how you slice it, when you grow up and look at the world, you see there's always evil, there's always injustice, but there's always people good. There's always people willing to love, support, and help. And those two need each other because you don't know what good is without evil. And you don't know what evil is without good. And you don't know what up is without down, et cetera, like I said in the beginning. So these things are actually part of the dynamic that creates conscious self-awareness. And you've even studied John Wheeler or quantum physics. There's many, many great scientists that support this with the observation that the universe itself is sentient and that we're in a real-time feedback loop with the universe. In other words, whatever you think the universe is, it's you, it's in you, it's around you. It took it to make you, and whatever experience you're having, it's having. You can't separate the two. So I'm just sort of saying, don't get me wrong. When I point out some of the nasty crap going on in the world right now, I'm saying this is your opportunity for the young heroes or any of you that want to be heroes to try to balance the scales to create more love and more freedom in the world if that's what you want. But if you just want to be a pincushion and, and be somebody else's slave, uh, that's part of the game too. And all of us are collectively making those choices and the balance of the equation is the experience called reality, okay? So once you get here, in order to really become a contributor to the world and have your head on straight and not just be suffering from indoctrination or brainwashing, you have to wake up, clean up, grow up, and show up. Or you will never become a hero and you will never become a real contributor to the growth, development, evolution of humanity, nor the world as a whole. You will just be a photocopy of exactly what the sorcerers and the kings want you to be because you're profitable that way. Okay? So basically then, here's when you leave home, you go through puberty, you reject some of mom and dad's ideas, you keep some of them, and you make something of yourself, out of yourself, hopefully that you can be proud of so you don't end up on the hind tit being a burden to the rest of the world now in tribal societies young men had to go through an initiation process to be an adult and a warrior and in many tribes if they did not make it through their initiation process they were killed because the tribe could not carry a bunch of young adults that were still children and feed them and protect them because there wasn't enough resources and if you keep doing that you got no warriors left and you're dead so some tribes would let The young men that failed have one more year to let them know that they were uh, under standard. They often made them stay with the women for that year. And then they got one more chance to be a man if they didn't make it. They killed you. Women go through their own initiation process, which is first menstruation, then the real life-threatening challenges and pain of childbirth, which is an ample initiation into womanhood. But typically... Not all tribes, but most tribes, the men were the warriors. And some women fought alongside the men, especially during the matriarchal, uh, last matriarchal period, uh, which is a while back. Okay? So here the warrior has to decide, what do I stand up for? Am I going to live or am I going to live backwards? If you read the word live backwards, it says E-V-I-L. So in my system, I teach that evil is living backwards. Someone who's a real hero is wanting to support life for everybody, uh, wants everyone to be able to have a place to live, food, education, and, and, and really have a good experience of life. That doesn't mean free of challenges, but it just means most of us want our children to go out into the world and have less chance of coercion, manipulation, and injustice and uh just pure negativity, otherwise, how can you ever feel safe letting anybody out the doors, which is you know where we're at now uh, I'm trying to be politically careful here so that this message gets to you because the spellcasters are watching so That's the warrior. The warrior has a lot of real learning and growing and to do it, it has challenges, and the warrior, to be a good warrior, always has to find a mentor to teach them, and that mentor is either going to teach them to think for themselves, to think on their feet, to develop skills, to deal with adversity, to be productive, or they're going to indoctrinate them more deeply, or brainwash them more deeply, which makes makes them more narrow-minded and less capable of thinking for themselves, which means they become a pawn on the chessboard of one of the sorcerer kings who put mentors in place. Sometimes they're called university professors. Sometimes they're called um, anchors at news stations. Sometimes they're called um, uh, higher-ranking officers in the military, uh, whatever, uh, that you know. That whether your mentor is there to teach you authentic freedom and self responsibility and self reliance or to indoctrinate you determines whether you're a mentor or a sorcerer. Okay? Now, when we get up, as we go up the ladder, I can tell you <laughs> not many people in the military get to be a general. Not many people working in corporations get to be the CEO or own their own corporation. Those are hard work paths. And to be a CEO means you have to have a lot of skill. You have to have a lot of study. You got to know what you're doing. You got to get results, which usually means you got to make lots of money for somebody else until you own your own company. Most people don't want to own their own company because owning your own company means you have to have a lot of adults working for you that are usually children that cause lots of problems. Trust me, I know very well, I have a worldwide business and have for a long time had to fire lots of people that cost a lot more money to keep alive and on the payroll than they were producing. So in order to really climb this ladder, you have to develop mastery. To be a king requires a high level of mastery and it requires a high level of discipline and very few people have that discipline or that natural skill or the willingness to do the work to achieve mastery. This is why Jung says the average man can never be successful. Because by definition, you're average, and to be successful means you have to do what the average person won't do in many ways, okay? So once you get to the king stage, you start losing lots of people, lots of children in the world, very few real warriors in the world, unfortunately, lots of corporate warriors and lots of brainwashed warriors that'll do anything without thinking about it. Like I said, I got out of the military because when I realized we were just being used as a tool to steal resources and all the lies and trickery in the media about what was really going on versus what I could see going on on the inside, I'm like, I am not going to contribute to this. I joined the military to protect our nation against enemies foreign and domestic. And when I see what's going on in the world right now as an ex-paratrooper, I'm like, where are the soldiers? Because we have serious enemies that are domestic and foreign, on top of us at once and everybody's so busy watching television and drinking starbucks and living a passive life staring at a cell phone or watching video games or pornography and doing what the sorcerers are telling them to do we're in deep freaking trouble boys and girls that's why i'm giving you this presentation to say hey guess what time to wake up to what's really going on in the world and either take the hero's journey to contribute to freedom and equality and balance and harmony in nature or contribute to the ultimate end death and destruction of everything that's going on because this little game if you haven't noticed can't keep going on we are killing this planet we are killing this planet hi everybody i'm sure you've all heard of the benefits of bone broth But I bet you don't know about bone broth protein powder. I found an awesome bone broth protein powder with Paleo Valley. And I asked Autumn Smith if she'd explain why hers is so good from Paleo Valley.
2: Well, like you said, collagen is basically the fountain of youth. And most of us are not getting enough of it in our diet because maybe we don't have time to simmer bones on a regular basis. And so we created our powder to make getting the benefits of collagen for your joint health, for your gut health, for your mental health really, really simple. And we sourced it from 100% grass fed and grass finished bones. So it is a beef bone broth protein powder that you can literally put in everything. It's tasteless. I add it to my son's smoothies. I put it into his desserts. You can even put it in soup and get all the benefits of collagen without all of the time and energy and investment. So all you have to do to check it out is go to our website at paleovalley.com. That's P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com. And you can use the code CHECK15. That's lowercase C-H-E-K-15 at checkout. And I hope your family loves it.
0: I know you'll love it. Keep your body healthy. Keep your kids healthy. And let's make the world a better place with Paleo Valley. Enjoy. Right behind that camera is thousands of books. Read the book, This Changes Everything by Naomi Klein. There's another one. It's not Naomi Klein, it's Naomi Wolf. I can't remember, but This Changes Everything. Wait till you see how the spellcasters have got their hooks in all the greenhouse effect. They are making money no matter which way they go. They pretend they want to get rid of greenhouse emissions. They make billions off it. They have got you hook, line, and sinker. This is what I'm saying. People are being so indoctrinated. It's so lied to in education systems and everywhere, but people aren't paying attention to their bodies. Look at your body. Look at all the obesity and all the illness. I'll get into that in a minute. So the point is you don't get up here unless you're pretty sharp, pretty hardworking, pretty disciplined, and most of the people that get up here got up there because their parents were already kings and queens and greased the runway, right? Well, it's not by accident that George Bush Sr. was president and then George Bush Jr. was president. Now, any of you that has even a little bit of education, a little bit of awareness would have found just as many things said by George Bush that showed not a whole lot of processing power up there as were said by Donald Trump, as are being said by Biden. And a lot of these guys, which they're not really running the country, the kings and the sorcerers hiding behind them so you can't get to them. They're the ones that run. These are just little puppets. Now, George Bush Sr. was the director of the CIA. So he was a real king and a real warrior, but he was a sorcerer. All you got to do is... Look carefully. It's easy to find the information, okay? So up here, the kings and the queens have power, control. They're interested in expanding their territory. What do you think wars are all about? If you study the Tao Te Ching by Richard Wilhelm, his edition of it, right in the back of the book, he shows how the emperors in China were bringing in the spiritual masters, having their staff of priests or whatever you want to call them, learn everything they could. And then they took the religion and manipulated it to trick people into thinking they were practicing spirituality, but they were doing exactly what the emperors wanted them to do, which has been exactly what's been done with all of what I call corporate religion, which is your big religions, your great big gatherings, your 60,000 mega church, uh, all this kind of stuff. I mean, if you really study world religion and see what's going on in there, that's not world religion. That's world indoctrination. And the kings and the spellcasters have their hooks and their plants right in there as well. That's well documented. I've got a whole library section on how religion is used to mess with people's heads and control their heads. It's very interesting uh, and sad. Okay, so... These guys are interested in expansion and domination, but you have to have skill to do it. Now, if you make enough money, guess what? You can buy the skill and you can buy the sorcerers. Edward Bernays, was he a marketing genius or a sorcerer? Do your homework. Research Edward Bernays with one question. Was he a marketing genius? Marketing, real marketing is telling the truth attractively not lying, cheating, and manipulating people. A sorcerer lies, cheats, and tricks people. Ask yourself, what percentage of what you see on televisions, phones, or any video screen is actually true? How many drugs were approved by the FDA and scientifically validated and had to be taken off the market after killing thousands of people, whether it be Fenfen, Viox or a long list of other ones? So you have to say... Was that real science or was that marketing? Was that real marketing or was that sorcery? It's time to pay attention because we're at a precipice right now where humanity is being pushed into a global situation which is ultimately an attempt to put you into an invisible electronic cage that is not controlled by you while convincing you that it's good for you. While convincing you that you don't need to own anything. You just need to be a good little boy or girl and you'll get a little something each month just to keep you so you can have your junk food and be completely, utterly controllable. And your life will be so happy. And if you're that gullible, you won't have made it this far in the video. <laughs> You'll already think I'm the devil. And that's one of their tricks. Call him a conspiracy therapist, theorist. Tell him they're evil. Say he runs a cult and all this other shit. But that's for people that don't have processing power and are still on the hind tit. This is a wake up, grow up, clean up, and show up video if you haven't figured it out. Okay. So the kings also are spellcasters if they have negative intention. If they don't have genuine interest in people and in equality and, and taking care of nature. And if they don't have a vision for the future that supports children and supports the planet and supports nature without which we can't exist Most of these kings are scientific materialists that think the earth is just a great big ball of resources that they can use as fast as they can get a hold of and the more they can steal and the more they can dominate and control and the richer they can get, the better they are. And the rules don't apply to them. Most of them don't pay taxes. They've got one freaking scam after the other. And oh, by the way, they must be getting nervous too because they're building rockets so they can get the hell out of Dodge after they destroy the planet. So look around. They want all your money for space exploration, but you never thought about the fact that only about 50 of them are going to get out of here when you paid for their rockets. So think about that. And why spend money on rockets when your kids have no future unless you clean up the soil, clean up the water, clean up the air, start farming organically, and pull our head out of our fourth point of contact because all this crap we've been eating is destroying our minds and our bodies. And we got the most expensive medical system that ranks 37th for effectiveness. If that's not utterly friggin' embarrassing, as an American, that makes me sick to my stomach. So sick, I started a health institute to teach people actually how to take care of themselves and live, and it's amazing when people say, how come nobody teaches this? Because it's not profitable to keep people healthy. It's a disease maintenance system. It's not a healthcare system. There's sorcery for you. Okay, so what do these kings and queens get into? Now, get clear, there are good kings and queens. Mahatma Gandhi and his wife were beautiful kings and queens. Anybody... um, You know, uh, Buddha was a great king. He taught people how to use their minds and stop playing stupid religious games. And he got rid of the word God and said, pay attention to the ground of being. So we do have good kings. Deepak Chopra is a great king. He educates people. He's a king and a wise man. You look around the world, you'll find good kings, but you can also find that it's hard to find them because they don't get any airtime because they usually tell the truth about what the sorcerers are up to or the kings with malicious intention okay so what do these kings and spellcasters control they control education they control science they control banking banking they control the military the military industrial complex is wickedly dangerous wickedly out of control and that is what got JFK killed. He was the first president that stood up to them, and he looked down the barrel of that gun, and we all know what happened after that. Martin Luther King stood up for people. He got a lead injection. You get it? A lead injection. Think about that one. Okay, so they control banking, they control the military, they control technology, They control what I call the entertainment industry, which is using high technology in what you think of as entertainment to brainwash you subliminally. Most people don't realize that light has an almost infinite capacity to carry information. Though they outlawed subliminal marketing many years ago, even when I was a kid, they haven't outlawed it at all. They just improved the technology to now you can't really see it unless you have the advanced technology to check On it, but all you gotta do is look at how many of you keep eating shit that's making you overweight, out of shape, unhealthy, and sick. And you keep doing it, running to the doctor for pills to medicate you so you can keep doing it while making the kings and the sorcerers richer and richer and richer, and you having less and less freedom in your life. And the game is getting intense. It's getting worse. Where are the rebels? Where are the heroes? It's time to rise up or forever be on the hind tit in the electronic jail of misery and total control. And oh, by the way, I went to the military to learn to fight against communism. But what's coming looks to me exactly like what I was trained as a soldier to never let into our country. And if you listen to what your president's trying to get you to do and demanding that you do, He's saying you have no constitutional rights. Bend over, take what I'm trying to stick into you or else. Pay attention, please. Well, they have military, they have technology, they have politics, they have religion, they have food and farming, they have transportation, they have the media. Remember the word television means tell a vision. You think you're watching movies, but you're being brainwashed. They're programming you. You have to have an idea of how brainwashing works. If you want to learn, go to ppssuccess.com, take lesson two self mastery, and I unveil the basic science of brainwashing, show how religion uses it against you, how politics uses it against you, how the sorcerers use it against you. And when you see the simple things I teach you and look at the world, you go, oh my friggin' God. It's everywhere, and that's why I said look into Edward Bernays. Was he a sorcerer, or was he there to tell the truth attractively? Have a look. Okay, so we're just getting warmed up here. They own the transportation systems. Uh, Basically, everything that you can think of that basically is essentially involved in how we have a society or a culture or a world They've got their hooks deep into. In other words, they built the matrix that you're in. Most of you are trapped in. I'm not trapped in it. I'm having a damn good time. Why? Because I love what I do. What I love to do is being honest with you about what I spent my whole life studying, which is helping people get healthy again and get out of disease processes and free their minds and live a life and learn what spirituality is so they get caught in indoctrinated religion and end up fighting against other people over what God wants. I got news for you. God doesn't want a damn thing. If God is God, God has everything, including you. And you wouldn't be here without it. So if you think God needs you to follow certain rules or whatever, you're crazy. You don't understand what God is. If God wants anything, it's love. Because without you loving God, God has no need for existence Personally, I don't like the word God. Just call it source. In physics, it's the zero point field, so to speak. That's where it all bubbles out of. I'm not attached to the God thing at all. It's just a common word people understand. But believe me, the spellcasters have been taking religion over for a long time. And all you got to do is look at what they do in politics. Government? Notice I spelled it govern mint question mark. We used to have at one time government. Now we have corporate headquarters. We don't. We've got people in corporations, mostly media corporations, telling us when we can leave our homes, what we can eat, what medicines we have to take or can't take, trying to turn you into an electrically controlled guinea pig. That's not government. Government's supposed to be for the people, by the people. But Lao Tzu warned us a long time ago. He said the government always reflects the people. So when you spellcast and indoctrinate enough people, you can get them to do anything and they actually think they're doing good while they're dropping like flies. I don't know what happened. My uncle just did what he was told to do and two days later he was dead. I don't know what happened. My brother's got heart disease now two days after he was told what to do. Oh boy, the numbers are stacking up. Let's run over there and just follow orders like good little (laughs) Mishib. Wake up, clean up, grow up, and show up before you're dead. Or worse, there's something worse than dying. That's having to live somebody else's existence. That's having to live as somebody else's pawn on a chessboard. That's having to be told what you can and can't eat, where you can and can't go, and whether or not you can even wipe your backside. That's coming. Haven't you noticed it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse? It's classic brainwashing, make down the pipe. Cheers. So, remember, be careful what you're looking at. It's better to not watch anything that doesn't help you develop more authentic skill to really contribute to the world and to make a living doing something you love to do. Why is it important to do what you love to do for a living? I'll tell you why. Because if you do what you love to do, then every day you go make love. A labor of love is sustainable. But doing what mommy and daddy told you you have to do or the government tells you you have to do or... Your professor tells you you have to do. Well, that's just labor. Labor without love is not sustainable. It leads to anxiety, depression, drug addiction, and disease. Let me say that again for you. It leads to anxiety, drug addiction, depression, disease, and suicide. And guess what? In the last 18 months, the rates of suicide amongst children and adults have shot through the roof. Why? Because these guys are pushing the game too far. A lot of these guys are pathological human beings that don't know when to stop. And they will go until the frickin' planet is dead and they'll get in one of their stupid-ass rockets and fly to some space station and figure out what planet to go ruin next, unfortunately. Okay, so now... Once you mature, this is where we're in sex and violence love, which means we're not sure how the world works. Things are sharp. You get burnt. Your dogs bite. Spiders bite. You don't know that much. So there's a lot of polarity. A parent's job is to get you through the sex and violence love stage. The warrior learns conditional love. Conditional love looks like this. Your parents love you if and when or but. I love you if you clean your room. I love you when you do a good job. I love you when you get A's, but when you come home with B's, you're a second-class citizen. Go in your room. So conditional love is whenever you sign a contract to use your iPhone, to rent a car, to lease a house. If We don't have conditions by which we can share our love. People just abuse each other. So each of these stages is very important. There's not one better than the other. They all have a function. Kings are the masters of conditional love. If they're spiritually evolved, They can enter empathetic and compassionate love, which is the domain of the authentic wise man. Because by the time you become a wise man or a wise woman, you have enough life experience to see the kid getting in trouble over there and go, oh, that was me when I was 12. And you have someone going to jail for stealing a car. And you might be someone who says, yeah, when I was 18, I stole cars for thrill rides and fun don't lock the kid in prison for four years. He's just probably didn't get parented very well, hasn't had enough time to find a sport to express himself in. So empathy and compassion is to see yourself in the world and and realize almost everybody's going through what you've lived through in one way, shape or another. And you have empathy and compassion for them. Empathy, you feel them, compassion, you understand. And that's a high form of love. That very few people have up here in all these little systems right up here. okay? The reality of it is, is if we really had empathy and compassion, we would have to consider locking up the parents of all the prisoners in jail because they're the ones that spellcasted them, and they're the ones that didn't parent them effectively, and we'd have to lock up the government for indoctrinating, and we'd have to lock up the religious leaders. For teaching violent religious practices, my God, all you got to do is read most of the major religious books, especially the Abrahamic, and they're full of violence, just top to bottom, and trickery, and lies, and everything else. If you want a great book, read the book, or listen to it on audio, When God Was a Woman by Merlin Stone, that'll give you an education, oh yes, <laughs> you'll be waiting for the next God to be a woman, I'll promise you that, Okay? So when you get to the wise man, you now have people that are oriented toward the good that's good for all. These are self-realized people. Capital S means you have realized that you are the world. You are the universe. It's all here in you. You're the microcosm of the macrocosm. You orient your life toward morals. Morals are codes of conduct that are life affirmative. You realize the importance of ethics. Sorcerers use ethics to justify killing people. When I was a paratrooper, I had a soldier's manual. It told me who to kill, what to do with them, what to do if I captured somebody, what the enemies looked like, what their weapons looked like. You know, 400 and something page manual I had to memorize. And I did, not fun. But that's ethics. Ethics does not necessarily mean they're moral. It's a code of conduct. But people that are wise men and wise women have ethics that help them be moral, enhance their self-realization, give them higher qualities of leadership, deepen their spirituality, grow their wisdom and their capacity for love, and they're establishing a leadership role that teaches all these people how to be truly free. A lot of these kings and queens and sorcerers are not free, they're psychopaths. So they're so caught in their addiction for power, control, money, recognition and fame it's unbelievable okay so now I want to share that there's not that many people out there at this level because it takes a lot of growth and development to get there but you've got people like Eckhart Tolle you got Deepak Chopra you had Ram Dass you have um, y- y- you know uh, there's a lot of them out there Jack Cornfield, Ken Wilber um, Many people, Gaia, Greg, Braden. There's many people on Gaia TV that are at this level. Uh, Paul Levy. Uh, the list is very, very long. But these people hardly get any airtime. They're on these little obscure pocket corner TV channels. But the guys spellcasting you and using Ed Bernays, Edward Bernays' techniques, they got full-time airtime. They got your mind hook, line and sinker and they can afford to spend billions of dollars on ads that hook you in, rope you in. You have to look for the wise men and the wise women in the world and they are the perfect mentor for somebody that wants to make the hero's journey and do it out of love and respect to add something of beauty to the world instead of just being drunk and working for some military effort to save people which is really just kings and sorcerers tricking the public into thinking that we need to get rid of certain leaders because they're dangerous, but most of that's manufactured crap. And oh, by the way, have you ever looked into who trained Osama bin Laden and many of these guys? You ever looked where they got their education, a lot of these terrorists? From our government. This is what I mean. Wake up, clean up, grow up, and show up. Use the tool you're used, they're using to enslave you to free yourself. The same technology that's used against us can be used to free ourselves and that's the one thing that the spellcasters didn't really expect, that we would talk to each other as fast as we did. And it may keep a lot of you alive right now. Okay. Hi, everybody. I've looked into magnesium supplements in my many years as a therapist and found, unfortunately, most of them are junk. Until the day Wade Lightheart handed me his magnesium breakthrough from Bioptimizers, which is a very, very specialized product that they did a lot of research on. Wade, I'd love it if you could tell us a little bit about what makes magnesium breakthrough so unique and so potent. Well, number one is that we realized that different types of magnesium are absorbed by different parts of the body. So we tested virtually every magnesium product there was on the market, and it came down to seven different ones that produced the best aspects or best effects over the broadest amount of people. We combine them without any weird excipients or you know, some of the chemical agents that other companies use. We don't use any of that stuff. And we combined it with humic and fulvic acid, as well as B6 to make sure that it's absorbed and utilized by the body. That's excellent. I really love it because one of the things I love about all your products is I can actually turn people onto them. They buy them and I've never had a single person say to me those products don't work. Everybody that I know has continued to buy, Bioptimizers Optimizers products to enhance their life. Where can people get it, and what's their discount? Just go to www.magbreakthrough.com/living40 and put in your coupon code Paul10, and you get a 10% discount. And of course, everything has 100% money back guarantee. You can't get better than that. And for a limited time, by Optimizers is also giving away free bottles of their best selling products. P3OM and Mass Simes with select purchases. Enjoy. So what do the spellcasters do? The spellcasters are people that were kings and queens or are, but use their progressive development to become wise in ways that are not to support you. These people are here to support you, love you, guide you. We call them saints, saints, gurus, and great teachers. These people are here to make a lot of money, and they're rarely ever known because they're paid tons of money by kings to perfect the craft of enslaving you through all these organizations, which is their big fishnets for catching every bit of money you can possibly put in their pocket. And oh, by the way, most of these guys up here don't pay any taxes. You do. They don't even pay for a lot of the stuff they're forcing you to do. You do. When you really start looking at what's going on, you'll see it's time for a lot of people to take the hero's journey and get clear on what we're all here for and what we all need together and what they're doing to the planet. What we need to do to the planet is the opposite of what they're doing. This scientific, materialist, consumerist attitude is going to destroy everything, including them. But they're too blind and too full of themselves to see it. And they're dangerously lost in scientific materialism. They're dangerously lost in Scientocracy. And they're making piles of money, turning everybody into transhumanists, which is another short-sighted concept, which I could go on for hours about. So over here... You get the spellcasters, which either are the kings or they work for the kings behind the scenes. And instead of self realization, like a wise man gives, they give, they're give going after personal gain. Instead of morals, it's about money. Instead of ethics, it's trickery. Instead of spirituality, it's CDs or powers. A CD is a spiritual power. So, for example, someone who can read a mind has a CD. Somebody who can levitate has CDs. Someone who can Uh, Bend spoons by with their mind that's a cd so powers that most people don't develop because they don't have the right training and the discipline to do it but in this case cds are used against you okay they have where we're getting leadership from real wise men and wise women these are giving false promises (laughs) that never happens in politics does it or religion hey you want to talk about a good business plan I'll show you a masterful business plan. If you go to church and just keep pumping money into the church and be a good little boy or a good little girl, you get to go to heaven when you die. You get to go to heaven when you die. See, it's such a good business plan because they don't have to pay you anything. And as long as you believe you get to go to heaven, you keep pumping money into these massive huge buildings that are covered in marble and gold. As Manly P. Hall says, If you want to find a Mercedes-Benz or an expensive BMW in any third world country, just go look behind the church. Okay? So, leadership becomes false programs. Wisdom becomes the art of war. Empathetic and compassionate love becomes psychopathology. And freedom becomes enslavement. So when these people come aligned with spiritual values, these people become aligned with the negative polarity. Now, it's necessary to create consciousness, but we can decrease the magnitude of the negative polarity if we wake up, clean up, grow up, and show up, and support each other. That's the point I'm trying to make. You're never going to get rid of evil. You're never going to get rid of psychopaths. You're never going to get rid of religion. You're never going to get rid of marketing. You're never going to get rid of politics. You're never going to get rid of most of the stuff. You can just make it better. You can create new schools. You can create new pathways. And if enough of us get clear on what we want together, we don't have the space for racial violence, ethnic violence, religious violence. We all need a healthy planet. We need water. We need food that's not poisonous and toxic. We need soil that's clean. We need air that's clean. And we need to use advanced technology for energy, not fossil fuels. These guys keep us in fossil fuels because they make trillions off of it. These are the ones that steal or kill people with patents on cures for cancer and free energy devices and much more. There is mountains of books on this, mountains of documentaries. In fact, go right to Amazon tonight and look up the series called The Tesla Files, where an astrophysicist, an investigative journalist, and a couple of other scientists take all the several of the experiments that Tesla did that the propaganda machine said was a bunch of bullshit to try to discredit Tesla, and they redo all those experiments, and they work exactly as Tesla showed, and they show... A lot about Tesla most people don't know, and some of it might shock you a bit too. Wait till you see who actually invented the cell phone long before any of you ever even knew what that was or anyone was even talking about it. It was Tesla and many other things. All sorts of stuff, okay? Because he was a genius, but they got rid of him for their own devices. He wanted to give the world free energy, The powers that be did not want that happening because they were making billions and billions and billions off of free energy all the way back then. We have many free energy devices. We could free the world of this carbon overload. And also they don't tell you, they're telling you about this greenhouse effect. They don't tell you if you go to NASA and look at the temperatures of each of the planets in our chain, you will find evidence that all the planets in our planetary chain in our solar system are heating up, not just the Earth. Yes, we are causing a greenhouse effect through the manipulation of the environment with technology. It's not animal farming. If you do it right, Mother Nature's smarter than that. Commercial farming, it's got to go. Real farming, biodynamic and organic farming, we got to get it back to it because it enhances the planet, doesn't destroy the planet. You're being lied to left, right, and center. I spent my whole life studying these things and I could fill the room full of experts that would tell you the same things because they've spent their life studying it too. This is just a general wake-up call that I'm giving you. So what do we have? We have government, which used to be for the people, but is now mind control, medical manipulation, trickery with waste management. They have you drink fluoride so that the large corporations don't have to pay to manage that highly toxic chemical. So they use you as a vehicle to get rid of it. We have environmental crisis, and we have a complete destruction of nature all in the name of government. And while our little thing we got going on was going on in the beginning, those of you that love Donald Trump, I got news for you. He removed the Environmental Protection Agency from many states, and he opened up many of our park areas and areas that are reserved as nature preserves for oil drilling and fracking. Just what we need, more greenhouse gases and more destruction of the earth, more destruction of the water supply, more displacement of natives, more poison in the environment. Okay, so yeah, you had yourself an immature warrior king, but he's about as concerned for life on this planet as any of these other sorcerers and warrior kings that like to blow shit up and destroy shit just so they can expand their territory and control more people, classic psychopathology. Okay, so Where are we now? We've made the full circle. You now know that we all come in as a child. We must become a warrior, think for ourselves, go through puberty, develop our individual identity, educate ourselves, get values, deal with challenges, and decide to take the hero's journey or go inside the organization, take the easy path, but deal with the problems of being controlled all the time, which can lead to a crisis or the birth of a hero and a rebel. We are at the point now where we've got to wake up, clean up, grow up, and show up together. Where the forecast is bad, even for the kings and the sorcerers, because they're too stupid to realize the planet's almost ready to collapse environmentally. And there is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of research papers showing that scientists writing letters to the government, many scientists Walter Russell wrote a letter to the government in like, I don't know, 20s or 30s. I've got the whole book in my library warning them not to mess with nuclear power. They ignored him. People have been trying to wake the government. Adam Smith, known as the first economist, warned, we must keep business and politics separate. He said anytime he went to a meeting, that involved business people and government, the only conversation was how to get more money out of people with absolutely no concern for how much destruction it caused in their life. And you can study the biography of Adam Smith, and he warns right in there, we must keep corporate interests out of government. And we've been warned many times to keep religious interests out of government. We've completely and utterly screwed both of them up. Now we have got no government. We have a corporate headquarters that has no interest in your freedom or your well-being because they make too much money off your illness, disease, and your confusion, and your gullibility, and it's dangerous as hell for you, your kids, and your future. So we got to be a child. We got to decide what we're going to fight for. We're going to decide if we're going to develop a specialty and become highly respected in our field. And... When you're a king, you have your own domain, you have your own respect, you own your own company, you own your own land, you're not needing anybody's high titty, you're a self-reliant, self-capable, self-responsible, capacity for thinking is very high, problem solving very high, but eventually you come to realize that all that money and all that success doesn't make you feel good, so you enter the spiritual path And then you have to deal with this thing called death. So you start really looking into what is it? Why am I here? Who am I? What am I? How did I get here? And where am I going? And that's really the depth of the spiritual quest. And the more you learn about it, the more amazing the whole thing is. And with all the craziness I'm talking about here, it's still what it's meant to be. It's the two forces of consciousness coming together Creating vibration, shape, form, language, concept. Look into cymatics. It's all vibration. In the beginning was the word and the word was God. It's all vibration. And it all comes from the zero point field or source. Source can't be weighed, known, or measured. Anybody that tells you they know what God wants is a fool. And you can't know what God wants. It's impossible because the only way to do that is to become God. And if you become God... You have to annihilate the ego so you wouldn't even know you were God, anyhow. So, the closest you can get is love. And if you understand what love is, it's the most important thing in the world. And those that are heroes and warriors that love, fight for love. And they do it as nonviolently as possible, like Gandhi and others. And they're willing to die. For that cause, because the worst thing that happens is you die fighting for something that's worth dying for. But dying because you're suffering from diabetes, because you watch television too much and believe shit, dying from obesity, dying from medical interventions, well, that's, that's not a hero's journey. That's usually just being too lazy to look into things and find people that have real knowledge, finding the real medical doctors and the real healers and the real therapists. There's a price for laziness and it's often death or disablement, okay? So once you realize there's more to life than money, power, control, and being the focus of attention, you enter the wise man, wise woman path, you prepare to death, and then you just do it all over again. <laughs> and the spiral goes. It's called the what I like, uh, the infinite spiral staircase of Pat uh, Chris Hardy, a great scientist, and uh, so that's what we're all doing here, and I'm sharing this with you as a 60-year-old man who's lived and loved fully and really dug into life and been an athlete, been a soldier, been a you know I'm a husband, I'm a father. I'm an owner of an institute. I'm a successful man. I'm a happy man. If I die tomorrow, I'm freaking happy as a clam. But what breaks my heart is watching what so many of you are living through because you haven't been educated. You've been indoctrinated by sorcerers and kings who are using our world and our systems that should all be shared for the support of each other to enslave and control you. And feed you garbage and tell you it's real food, right? If there's a book you should all read, it's Oneness versus the One Percent by Vandana Shiva, one of the most intelligent women walking this planet, that is a true wise woman. And she clearly unveils some of the kings and the sorcerers' plans for you and what they've been up to and how many people they've killed in India and Africa, with experimental medicines. And if you want to find out who the kings and the sorcerers are, I can tell you how to do it. Look for who's giving away the most money. Almost always, the bigger the charity and the more media they get, the more dangerous they are and the more manipulation is going on and the more sorcery is going on and the further you look into these organizations the more of a wake up call you get and if you want to know how to find the kings of the sorcerers just see who owns the most commonly used social media platforms and if you haven't watched the documentary on Netflix which i'm amazed is still there called social dilemma time to study up so you can see exactly how the kings and the sorcerers play with your head and control it, and turn you into exactly what we've got going on today. A lot of sick, lost, confused, scared, anxious, nervous people wondering how the hell they're gonna make it through tomorrow who are losing jobs and everything else all over stupid games that we don't have to play. Okay, so I've shared quite a bit here, but I haven't gotten to the punchline of all this, which I will do now. And the question is, Why do kings and their queens kill your children? So let's take a look at that. One, remember, kings are very into power, control, expansion of their territory, and domination over anybody in their territory or anybody that threatens their reign or their control or their ability to expand their territory. So if you study the history of emperors, empresses, and kings throughout history, you will see common themes emerging, which is why I suggested you watch the documentary called The Shock Doctrine by Naomi Klein or read the book. Again, the documentary is on Amazon, easy to access and quite profound and very, very telling. So... If you go back to the Christian crusades or the Muslim crusades, what were the Christian crusades about? Wiping out anybody that has a belief system other than what they wanted to implement as a control strategy. So if you study the Christian crusades, there's mountains of books on it, documentaries on it. They would go in, they would kill the men, kill the women, rape women and children before they killed them, do nasty, nasty things to them. Sometimes, if you study history, they would keep any of the virgins. So any of the girls that were virgins, they would keep and then force them into being their wives or doing whatever they wanted to do with them. So this concept of kings killing children is as old as human records are. So the first point is, Kings and queens, kings and their queens, will kill the children of anybody that has a belief system that they are trying to eradicate. Often that has to do with religious ideology, but today it has to do with um, political agendas, it has to do with world domination, and it has to do with controlling the minds of the people because today... What's being done is not being done by sword and dagger. It's being done by electronic manipulation of people's thoughts, feelings, emotions through subliminal programming and very, very advanced technologies, which if you watch the Netflix documentary, Social Dilemma, they unveil very clearly. And interestingly enough, all the men that wrote the software that's being used to brainwash and control you, will not allow their children to use social media. They flat out will not let their own kids use it. And they state that what's happened because of all the misinformation, censoring and manipulation of people, that they themselves, nor Google, nor anybody knows what the truth is anymore. And therefore you have a total state of chaos, which is the first stage of brainwashing and mind control is to create chaos and then tell them as long as you take this dot, dot, dot or do this, you'll be safe, which is just the beginning of a longer process. And if you look around the world, you don't need to be a genius to see what's going on. So let's look at some of the other ways and reasons kings kill your children. And a king is, remember, someone with a lot of skill A lot of power, a lot of money in general, and the ability to dominate others and control them. Like I said earlier, the warriors in the military go through higher and higher rank, which gives them control over more and more people. And then if you look who hires generals, admirals, and very evolved military people, It's these large corporations that want to use those skills to control people or domineer them or take them over. But now they use very advanced technologies, some of them chemical, some of them electromagnetic. So what we talked about is what do the kings and queens control? Well, our education system is utterly useless. I talked about how it was built and why it was built. I said you can look into historians, Ken Wilber, gives great descriptions of it. Many others do, but I shared that our education systems are not education systems. They are indoctrination systems to teach you what to think, not how to think, specifically to further their specific agendas. So what have we been educated into? Well, we've been educated into false science. It's way behind. We've been educated in Uh, confusing and misleading truths about energy and how we need to uh, run our energy systems in the world that's very, very, very behind the times from what real energy technologies are available and have been confiscated by the kings and the queens for their own profit and control. Um, We're educated in ways that are not effective uh, very few people use much of their education when they actually get out of university because it's just not practical. So usually you get out of school and you actually start learning if, if you're intelligent. So our education systems, are indoctrination systems, and anybody that goes against it is ridiculed, um, defaced. Uh, all you got to do is look at anybody That's a legitimate scientist that speaks out about the truth about cancer, the truth about the medical industry, the truth about the military-industrial complex, etc., etc. They use science to make you think the way that they want you to think, and they use science in ways that are absolutely manipulative, If you look right now at what's going on in the world and you do your research, you will find you are being inundated with false science. The kings and the queens do not follow the rules and they use their power to publish in major journals and use, they own the media system to make you think that whatever they want you to think is scientifically validated. And I'll talk more about that later. But anybody that studies people like Walter Russell and the Electric Universe and many of the real scientists in the world, Irvin Laszlo, and on and on and on, comes to realize, or Amit Goswami, that what we're being told through the mainstream media and education systems about science and what we're being taught by the scientific establishment is radically different than what the greatest scientists in the world that are not brainwashed into the system or being bought off or telling us. So they validate with science, anything they want to use to control or kill you. Ask yourself this question, how many of the drugs that were approved through the FDA and other organizations for your use and were scientifically validated had to get taken off the market after killing thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Look at all the opiate addiction. There's great documentaries showing you that they knew exactly what they were doing. They knew how dangerous it was from the very beginning, and it killed potentially millions of people. If you look into the medical system itself, I believe it was the journal Lancet that published an article a number of years ago showing that the medical system actually kills more people through malprescribed drugs and surgical blunders than any disease except heart cancer. And that's based on the reported cases. Research shows that for every reported case, there's at least three and up to 10 unreported cases because every time a doctor reports a case of death by um, surgical blunder or Drug malprescription, their malpractice insurance can go up 20 to 40,000 bucks a year. So they hide it as well as they can. So we never actually see the true statistics on anything unless you know where to look. So science is used as a marketing tool. And one of the things that most people are not aware of, which I talked to directly about with Irvin Laszlo, one of the greatest, most celebrated scientists in the world, two times nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize publisher of hundreds of papers and at least 25 books. And I said, why are so many scientists publishing and doing things that turn out to be destructive? And he said, Paul, those are not scientists. Those are bought and paid for technicians that are being pawned off as scientists to justify. I mean, all you got to do is research the microwave oven and see the truth behind the microwave oven there's just one of many many examples i could give you so what they do is they use science to make you believe that these foods and these chemicals they've scientifically validated all the chemicals that have completely wiped out nature including glyphosate which is now being shut down monsanto and bear have been sued successfully um, dave murphy founder of Food Democracy Now was one of the first people to successfully sue Monsanto over glyphosate-related issues. But they do a great job of suppressing all that information. And the number of deaths from pesticide, herbicide, fungicides, and rodenticides all that have been scientifically validated, is radically high, not to mention the fact that it's destroying nature at a very dangerously fast pace. So science is one of the ways they kill your children. Did you know that Symbiotica means harmony? And you're really likely to enjoy my podcast with Sherveen Jaferia, the founder of Symbiotica. Symbiotica is an amazing company that makes excellent products to aid healing, enhance longevity, and improve performance at all levels of your being, from your spiritual practices to your athletic endeavors. I highly recommend you go to symbiotica.com and check out their top-notch organically sourced products that include excellent tasting supplements like their Synergy Vitamin B12, which elevates energy naturally, to their J Minerals, which help you better regulate your hormonal system. Their BioCharge Activated Coconut Charcoal is an excellent detox support and removes toxins and poisons from the body quickly and non-invasively. Their organic longevity formula is one of my friends and students' favorites. They rave about it. I really enjoy their Regenesis Liposomal Glutathione for its amazing antioxidant powers, which is really helpful for anyone that enjoys vaporizing tobacco and herbs like I do. They also have great immune support products, water filtration options for drinking and showering, and some cool clothing and more. When you go to C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A and use your Living 4D discount code, which is capital C, capital H, capital E, capital K, 15 on checkout, you get 15% off anything they sell and you won't be disappointed. Enjoy Symbiotica. Banking. They use predatory lending and they use addictive marketing to get you to spend money, money, money that you can't afford. I saw a research report a few years ago that said, right now, 98% of the U.S. population is two paychecks from bankruptcy. Why? Largely predatory lending. So what do you do? You work people to death, you lend them money they can't afford to borrow, to buy things they can't afford to have, and then they end up having to work so hard and often take on a second job that they end up losing their life, life becomes flat, and the only way they can have any sense of self is to sit and watch junk television and drink alcohol and use legal poisonous toxic drugs that ultimately leads them into ill health and the inability to contribute to society, and then they end up dying of diseases because they're too unhealthy. Look around you. They also steal your money from you and they regularly create catastrophes such as wars. They deflate the value of your property, force you off your land into bankruptcies such as stock market crashes, buy it up for pennies on the dollar and sell it back to you after they reinflate the market for massive profits been going on forever. this goes all the way back, for example, to the Christian church. If you study the history of the Christian church, what they did was set up a system where any time you sinned, had sex with your neighbor, touched your genitals, that's what the confessional box is for, you would have to pay a fee to the Catholic church, which could, which could include uh, your, your gems, your, your furniture, your, your anything made of precious metals, Your land and the Christian church, the Vatican is known to be probably one of the most wealthy corporations, if not the most wealthy corporation in the world. Why? Because they tricked people by lying to them and brainwashing to them and stole their resources. And there's a pile of books on that, okay? They use the military. The military-industrial complex is probably the most powerful organization in the world. If you want to really learn just how powerful Go to Gaia TV, G-A-I-A TV, and look up Disclosure with Dr. Stephen Greer. And he, I think in episode three of that series, gives you an inside look at who's actually controlling our government, where, how we lost $8 trillion from the U.S. budget, and who stole it and what they're doing with it, and much more and you will see that the military-industrial complex is extremely dangerous. And as I think I mentioned earlier, John F. Kennedy was the first president to try to directly stop them, and he got killed for that. And anybody that gets in their way will get killed and does get killed too regularly. So the military-industrial complex is in the business of selling arms. So the way they do that is they create false propaganda And they train people like Osama bin Laden. Most of you maybe haven't looked into this, but United States government, the CIA trained Osama bin Laden to do terrorist activities and then turned him into a bad guy without telling you that they were actually the ones that trained him and funded him. So they do these what are called false flag operations. They're common. Listen, I was a paratrooper. I have many friends that are Navy SEALs. I've had... One of my buddies was in Delta Force. I've known many soldiers in the deepest regions of the military that have all confirmed for sure that this kind of stuff goes on constantly and is going on right now, right now, okay? So what they do is they create the illusion of a threat Saddam Hussein has all these weapons and he's going to destroy us with chemical weapons. And oh, by the way, they never found any. And if you think they did, they just made you think they did with propaganda. Then they start a war. They get your children to join the war effort. Then they go get annihilated. And the more scared you get, the more money you're willing to put into the military industrial complex, which is now being used against you because they cannot afford to start a war with countries that have nuclear weapons because there's enough nuclear weapons active right now to destroy the entire planet, 179 times over. So we now have an autoimmune disorder Well, the military industrial complex has now made you the enemy and everybody the enemy against themselves, which is justifying the use of spy devices in your phones, your Alexas, your electronic devices. They can tap into your television, your radio, They have very advanced technology. Dr. Stephen Greer shows you just how advanced, by the way. And they have now created an autoimmune disorder where they're making us the enemy against ourselves and producing all sorts of threats in the environment, be they biological or otherwise. And when they do that, it scares the hell out of people. And the next big thing they're going to start doing, according to several experts I've studied, is making us think we're under attack by extraterrestrials. And Dr. Greer and many others goes into that and warns you that that's coming. So the military industrial complex is the most ruthless probably of all of them, but it's funded by the major people that own the banking industry and others like that, which all fall into the kings and queens category. An example of queens that are very, very dangerous, that you would be familiar with. Margaret Thatcher was one of them, and Hillary Clinton was another one, just to give you some names you'd be aware of. So then we have technology, which I've alluded to. If you watch Social Dilemma on Netflix, you'll see how technology is being used against you in very, very dangerous ways right to this minute. Think of the technology that everybody's being coerced into participating in. And if you look into that technology, you will learn a lot about why it is the way it is and why it's being pushed so heavily. Then we have politics, which is the mouthpieces for the lie machine. Uh, (laughs) Beautiful statement lately, how do you know when Dr. Fauci's lying because his lips are moving? How do you know when a politician's lying because their lips are moving? If you study, for example, all the promises made by presidents from George Bush Sr. to George Bush Jr. to Ronald Reagan and on and on and on, almost none of the promises we make to other countries ever get fulfilled. It's all propaganda. So politics is bought and paid for. They've infiltrated this whole thing. You've got people that were the heads of Monsanto now in the FDA, you've got the heads of some of the most dangerous companies in the world seated right in our government. There's great documentaries showing you that the CIA has infiltrated every major news station and often has news anchors that are CIA operatives. Look into MKUltra, look into all the programs that have been heavily researched and documented, and you'll see that politics is really just um, part of their strategy that is hand-in-hand with media. And remember, what you think of entertainment is entertainment. China now owns Hollywood. Hollywood's there's many documentaries and books on how Hollywood is used to brainwash people and to get them to think the things they want them to think, to get ready for the changes that they want to make, which is total and utter control of the world, If you look at the great reset documents by Klaus Schwab, who's heading up a lot of this stuff, it says you will own nothing and be happy. Okay, good. How many of you are ready to own nothing and think that will make you happy? And isn't it interesting that they want you to own nothing? Well, they own everything. I just... Uh, Well, I won't say that so we we don't have to risk this video getting shut down, but just do your homework. Remember, don't believe anything I'm saying. I'm just giving you pointers to where to go look, and this is not hard to find at all for anyone that really honestly wants to know the truth. Religion is another one. I talked about how they use religion to brainwash people, how politics and religion work together to swing votes. That's as old as the hills on granny's chest, as they say. The transportation industry, well, look around. Why is it that we have TSA? Well, that came from 911. Do your research into 911 and how that all happened. And then know that there is documentaries out there looking into this. I watched a documentary that looked at the changes in travel security since the implementation of TSA and airports. And they studied it since TSA started in the airports after we spent billions and billions of dollars to implement that security system. And the researchers found that there was a 0% improvement in travel security. But ask yourself, how many billions of taxpayers' dollars did that cost and how many billions and billions of dollars of wasted food, water, makeup, and everything else that is being thrown in garbage cans in airports, only to lead you to have to go inside the airport and buy. Has that cost. Okay, so you you, you and, that, and the TSA security is part of the military-industrial complex. They own the transportation lines. Larger, they own the companies that deliver your food. They can shut your food supply down anytime they want and anything else they want to. So, uh, we've got food and farming. I talked about that. Five corporations. Control 90% of the food supply. It's chemical, it's garbage. And you got people like Bill Gates trying to convert you to GMO farming and get rid of animal farming. And he now owns more farmland in the United States than anybody else, which is an absolute and utter security threat and disaster. And when you start doing your research on what GMO foods are, what they do, and all the studies showing how they cause deformations of animal organs, malformations, immune collapses and everything else, and the number of people I've worked with that came to me with health problems from eating GMO foods, scientifically validated, follow the, the, the money and see who it is validating those and what their track record is of producing health in people, and it won't take you long to figure it out. So, as I said, if you want to save your children, you've got to turn to the true wise men and women of the world who are really interested in doing good for people who are self-realized, have high levels of morals, have ethics that are supportive of integrating human beings together and living together without a bunch of racial and ethnic biases who are spiritually oriented, are true leaders, have a lot of wisdom, they're empathetic and compassionate lovers and they're here to guide us to freedom but they're always being counterbalanced by the sorcerers who work for the kings and the queens, and these guys don't have a dime compared to the guys that are paid for up here, and remember these sorcerers are the ones behind all the programming you see in the media, that's why I said look into Edward Bernays to see just one example of a sorcerer that's uh, been heavily used against you, okay, so Why do kings kill your children? To use their power, to control you, to expand their territory and to dominate you so they can do exactly what they want and take everything you own when they want to manipulate you. And what we have is psychopathology. And and, and I've actually seen books and researchers looking into the how a lot of these people were parented and the kind of uh, traumas and pathologies. And it actually makes a very clear case that most of these people that we're referring to as kings and queens that are controlling these organizations are psychopaths. And actually, so far, the research I've looked at in my studies has suggested that almost all of them, if not all of them, are atheists. So they have a very materialist orientation and they don't like true spirituality. And with what's going on in the world right now, I can't say much about it at this point because of the censorship, but they're using technologies that actually addresses the gene in your body called the God gene, and they are selectively writing gene software to knock it out so that you don't have any true aspiration to spiritual development because people that truly have a deep connection to God or source, are not afraid to die and you cannot control them. And this is why the church killed mystics left, right, and center. And all you got to do is study the history of mystics getting killed by Orthodox religious leaders and kings, and you will see exactly what I'm talking about. So that is a summary of why kings continue to and have killed Your children and everybody that dies has a mother. So everybody is someone's child. I'm not just talking about the little ones. I'm talking about the children at all levels, which means all of us. So this is my honest attempt to say we need to wake up. The best thing you can do is shut off your mainstream television stations because they're utterly designed to brainwash you and they're highly effective at it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be in the situation we're in. You have to ask yourself, why would Donald Trump give a $2 trillion stimulus package recently when if $2 trillion was invested in educating people on how to take care of themselves, then we would all have healthy immune systems and we wouldn't have to fear opportunistic organisms of any type. We would just develop immunity to them and be fine, and if those opportunistic organisms are being manufactured, then they're coming from up here, and they're being funded by the kings and the queens, and look at Robert F. Kennedy's new book on Dr. Fauci, read Von book, Oneness versus 1%, read Dr. Mercola's book about what's going on in the world, and know that the wise men and women that you're after after to follow turn out to be the big 12 that Biden and others say are the biggest problem right now. And isn't that just amazing? I happen to know probably at least half or more of them personally, and they're the best doctors and therapists and minds that I know of and the most healing and the most loving and the most capable people. But Because the kings will get rid of anyone with belief systems that counter theirs, they use spin-doctoring to um, demolish them to the best of their ability. Look into, uh, what's his name, Epstein, the guy that first came out against social media and Google and showed that Google was rigging things and uh, controlling votes and people's buying uh, processes. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of that documentary. But anyhow, uh, Google shut him down, locked him out of his own bank accounts. It took him six months in court just to be able to turn his own computer on and get into his own bank accounts, which is extremely illegal, but they got away with it. So this is just a chance for everyone to wake up. Now, if you're sitting here right now going, this Paul Cech guy is an absolute lunatic. He's crazy, but you haven't looked into it, then you've just demonstrated your own brainwashing And a control bot is somebody who acts out the programming of the brainwashers without questioning it. And that is the mind of a child that is addicted, lost, and confused. I am only suggesting that all of you right now look into these issues because we need to respond to what's going on collectively right now or the future looks far worse and different than anything we've ever seen before. So if you want to be segregated from nature and you want to be on an electronic chain and you want your finances and your freedoms controlled by these people, then keep doing what you're doing. But if you want to have freedom, equality, constitutional rights and want to bring the world back into harmony with nature and get rid of the corporations that are destroying the planet and get ethical uh, and uh, moral principles back into science and education and all the things I've talked about, then we all have to hold hands and circle the globe right now. The reality of it is there's only about 85 of these very powerful kings and queens and there's about 7 billion of us. So it's just a question of us deciding what we're not going to put up with anymore and making the sacrifices we've got to make to make the world a better place, not only for human beings, but for the entire kingdom of nature, without which we're dead. And the kings and queens have brought nature to its knees and will continue to go until it collapses. And many great scientists have warned about what's going on, including the famous naturalist, Edward O. Wilson. Um, If you look into Edward O. Wilson's books, you'll find them quite um, revealing and many, many other people's books. So that's why kings kill your children. So think smart, investigate, and lots of love. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Education means to teach you to think for yourself, to think critically, to solve problems, and to become an independent contributor to the world, to be self-actuated. Indoctrination teaches you to follow orders and to bow to the hierarchy, the doctors, the priests, the scientists, which as I will show you later, many of them are what I call the sorcerers. So once the child reaches puberty, it begins to reject its parents' ideas and it has to filter out. Is what mom and dad taught me about managing money good? Is it working? Is what mom and dad taught me about sexual intimacy working? Or is it too limiting and too stuffy and, you know, maybe too unrealistic because parents are often suffering a generation gap. We have to go through puberty because our brains are more open and we, as a young person, are the ones that can see what mom and dad can't see in the world because they're too trapped in their conditioning. They've got square glasses, so no matter how hard they try to see circles, they can't see them. But kids that don't have square glasses classes on see all the circles mom and dad don't see because they don't they haven't yet been indoctrinated and there's many ways to indoctrinate people wake up 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 okay so at this point we're going through puberty and we have to go off into the world and if we don't go off into the world, well, then we get caught in the eternal child archetype, which in Jungian psychology is called the per eternus archetype. And that costs a lot of money in society because those people are always on the hind tit. They're on welfare, they're constantly having problems and need time off work. They're very expensive employees to have. They're usually not nearly as productive as they cost to maintain, insure, and educate. And that's one of the serious problems we have in the world right now. But that problem is built by design, as I will show you, and that's where you have to rely on your parents and mentors and teachers to wake wake you up. So once you enter puberty and leave home, then you have to be in a state where you've got to develop your own unique identity, your own individuality. In other words, you're not mommy's little boy or little girl anymore. Now you're a star athlete or you're a dancer or you're a writer or you're in university to study such and such. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Their soul knows what they're here to do. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. up, Their soul knows what to to do, 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 do. This process is what Jung called individuation, becoming whole into and of yourself so that you actually are an independent agency of conscious action and can be a co contributor and co creator with the world and even the universe from a spiritual perspective. So here's where we have to get education. Depending on how we're educated or how we're indoctrinated, our education will usually be, if it's ideal, to support what our dream is. Arnold Mendel, a famous union analyst and the founder of process psychology, did research and showed something like 70% of children knew what they wanted to do for their rest of the their life at by about age five and did it so the five to seven year old that's walking around saying mommy and daddy I want to be a fireman or I want to be a pilot oftentimes their soul knows what they're here to do but unfortunately many parents railroad them out of it You'll never make enough money as a musician. Oh, you can do something much better than being a chef. So unfortunately, the parents um, often railroad their children because they have ego issues getting in the way or they uh, think that their kids won't live a good life. So they orient themselves toward money, not happiness, not love, and not freedom which is a serious disease that's got us in a lot of trouble. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Their soul knows what they're here to do. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Their soul knows what to do. We have, not only do we have to gain education in the warrior stage, but we have to get clear on what our values are. Remember your yes has no value until you learn to say no. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up.
1: Thank you for listening to Living 4D with Paul Check. The music you just heard was created by Ian Morris from Listening to Smile, especially for this podcast. You can hear it again online at bit.ly B-I-T forward slash wake up with Paul. That's bit.ly forward slash wake up with Paul. If you enjoyed this episode, we recommend episodes 18, 20, 22, 24, and 26, featuring Paul's Evolve series, where he talks about how to evolve yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and how to evolve your career. Or check out episode 59 with Paul on ancient wisdom and reimagining your health and performance and episode 68 with Paul on lessons from the pain teacher. Two other good episodes with Paul are episode 133 on building tribe and episode 134 on making the optimal decision every time. In addition, the following episodes with guests will give you more food for thought. Episode 157 with Dr. Roger Janké, The Healer Within. Episode 156 with Ian Morris, Music That Heals You. Episode 62 with James Cass, Finite and Infinite Games. Episode 147 with Mark Rowlin, DNA, Are Our Ancestors Acting Through Us. Episode 144 with Ben Stewart, Cycles in Time, Will Tomorrow Be Yesterday's Child. Episode 142 with James Tunney, The Dangers of Scientocracy Today. Episode 137 with Dr. Minkoff, Detoxification, Proteins and Your Health. Episode 133 with Paul Levy, The Quantum Revelation. Episode 82 with Irvin Laszlo, The Future of Man. And episode 72 with Amit Goswami, Quantum Spirituality and World Healing. This list is also available in the show notes where you can find more links and resources mentioned in this episode. Go to checkinstitute.com forward slash podcast. You can follow Paul on Instagram at Paul.check, on Twitter at Paulcheck, or on his YouTube podcast channel, youtube.com forward slash living4d with Check. Watch more on Paul's blog at Paulchechsblog.com and get your free subscription to Czech videos and more at the Czech Institute's new media site, checkiva.com.